you're listening to the Ideal Life Club podcast, episode 70, From Pandemic Isolation to Reinvention, with actor and voiceover artist, Helena Mitchell. Welcome to the Ideal Life Club podcast, where it's all about fast-tracking your ideal business and life with more clarity, courage, and consistency. Join your host, business coach, and author of The Happiness Habits Transformation, Michelle Reeves, for inspiration, interviews, and practical tips to finally claim success on your terms. Michelle here and welcome back to the Ideal Life Club podcast. As I'm sitting here recording this episode, we are still in the throes of the COVID-19 pandemic. So many of us have had to deal with uncertainty and challenge in our businesses, figuring out how to pivot to keep serving our customers and clients while responding to everything that's going on around us. If that resonates with you, you are definitely not alone. In fact, my guest on the show today had exactly those challenges. Helena Mitchell is an actor and voiceover artist who was performing in the live UK tour of Milkshake Children's TV show Monkey's Musical when lockdown hit. She lost a year of income in a single day due to the pandemic. In our chat today, you'll hear how Helena had to pivot multiple times to replace that income, the challenges she overcame, and how she now teaches business owners the key vocal techniques they need to run their businesses using Zoom. And as always, you'll find all the links and details of today's show and all the other shows in this series at michellereevescoaching.com forward slash listen. But before we get started, have you ever wondered what it might be like to have a podcast just like this one to promote your business? If you have, you might also be putting it off because you're not sure how to get started. If so, then the free trial of my online program, Practical Podcasting for Beginners, is for you. In fact, one of my students launched into the top 100 on iTunes in her niche and went from podcast newbie to podcast pro. There are step-by-step videos covering all aspects of creating and launching your podcast, plus access to me for help and support when you need it, even if technology isn't your BFF. What could a podcast do for your business? Find out more and start your free trial with no credit card required at michellereevescoaching.com forward slash podcast free. Okay, back to today's show and my chat with Helena. So welcome, welcome, guys. I'm crazy excited today to have Helena Mitchell on the show. It's just so exciting to have well-known people on the show, that names that people are going to recognize, or at least faces that they'll recognize. Um, Helena, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I am just as excited. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, so Helena, people will, you know, know you as um, actor from stage and screen. And, and now, you know, things have changed a lot for you since the pandemic hits. But let's start off, you know, just give people a little bit of a rundown. If they're maybe not so familiar with your name, tell us a bit about you and, and kind of how you got started. Yeah, so um, I did the typical route. I was obsessed with drama at school and was part of every single musical theatre club going. Um, 
I was that I was that kid that was obsessed with music and and musicals and all of that. So then I uh, I went off to drama school when I was 18 and um, I went to drama school in Guildford and I studied three years um, in musical theatre and I graduated back in 2017 now. Wow, that's a long time ago. 2017. And um, since then have been doing lots of UK tours, especially with CBBS and Milkshake Live, which quite a few people might might have heard the names of. They are quite famous sort of um, in the UK as uh, kids TV channel programs. So yeah, so I was kind of touring the country with them and doing lots of um, oh, on-screen things, some commercials. Um, I ended up getting into comedy quite early and started doing a lot of comedy improv and stand-up comedy. And as a result, I started doing hidden camera pranks for uh, people like River Island and Pizza Express and Frank Frankie and Benny's and all of that sort of thing. So yeah, a very varied career. <laughs> it's amazing. And and it's, it's very interesting how, um, and, and sad actually, uh, you know, how badly the you know, the creative industries and particularly, you know, stage and, and film and TV have been impacted mm -hmm. by the pandemic. As we're recording this, you know, we are still, you know, in the full throes of COVID-19. And, yeah. um, you know, I don't think we're, we're kind of getting used to it. I think we're, we're having to deal with this new normal, but certainly yeah. for your industry, the impact must have been incredible. Oh yeah, I mean, I was on tour when I found out about lockdown and then I was meant to be, because uh, we kind of went off uh, with Milkshake, we were going off sort of two, three, four weeks at a time and then coming back for maybe a couple of days and then off again. So I basically lived out of a suitcase going from Premier Inn to Premier Inn and it generally got to the point where <laughs> I was, I woke up one morning and because all the Premier Inn rooms looked the same, I was suddenly like, oh, where in the country am I? And my parents rung me just to kind of have a chat. And they said, where are you? And I genuinely had to get up Google Maps to try and figure out where I was because I just couldn't, I couldn't remember. We were just doing one show in one place and then driving straight away to the next show. So it was every day we were moving. And, um, and then, yeah, I, I then was inside for 14 weeks because I'm highly vulnerable. So I went from touring around the country to literally the next day being locked inside for 14 weeks. So it was, uh, it was quite dramatic. And it isn't, I, you know, I had exactly the same experience similarly in the um, clinically vulnerable group. Now for me, you know, not a huge amount is my, in my business changed because I can continue working with my clients and running my courses, et cetera. But for you, this must've been a massive impact because I'm guessing that while you're not working, you're not being paid. Yeah, exactly. So we were all freelance. Um, so it wasn't a case of we went on furlough or anything like that. We were all freelance. So it, it literally was just a case of, I'm sorry, we can't put the shows on. You're not going to get paid. And um, we'd only really just started the tour for this year. Well, uh, last year now um, and it was meant to go on all the way through until November and all of a sudden my diary was very very clear um, but yeah I'm not the kind of person to ever kind of I mean yes don't get me wrong I did panic slightly I think everyone did but I'm not the kind of person to kind of just sit back and go right well I'm just gonna sit and wait for all this to blow over I'm very sort of proactive and and quite positive in a way um, and 
and I'm very kind of grateful for that because I am still quite young. So, um, you know, I've got, I've got a lot of wisdom on my, on my, my little shoulders. Um, but yeah, so I, I just kind of kept pushing into everything and I was thinking, right, what can I do? So I, um, did a degree in theater during lockdown, um, got a first class on in that. And then I started just training more. Um, I was already a voiceover artist. I'd been a voiceover artist professionally for about two, three years. Um, but I was kind of running it alongside the, the theater stuff and the, and the acting stuff. Um, so naturally I just kind of went full pout into that because I could, and I, I didn't really have a choice. I couldn't go stack shells or anything like that in Tesco. So, uh, yeah, I went full pout into that, did lots more training, um, really updated my website. I actually came up with another idea as well, because I had so much experience in the kids industry and I love fitness. I came up with, um, in the first lockdown, nearly a year ago, I came up with a, uh, a lovely little, <laughs> a lovely little fitness thing for kids called Smellinus Workouts. Um, and it was basically a online interactive 10, 15 minutes workout for kids, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like, oh, we're going to do 10 star jumps now. It was like, oh, the aliens chasing us. We need to run away. Make sure your knees are nice and high. And and I also, I just was passionate about getting kids creative, getting kids active during that time. And um, yeah, so I started doing that um, during my lockdown as well and found myself being very, very busy and, and was um, struggling to kind of understand how everyone else was chilling out so much because I, I found myself overloaded with work um in a good way so yeah yeah it wasn't necessarily all paid work but it, it definitely kept me active and I think there's there's something really special about um that ability to be able to to pivot and to just have a go at doing something yeah. and I know there's so many people that I've talked to that 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 really have struggled with that you know there yeah. maybe their business has been offline and you know they they're not really feeling like they can can take the plunge to mm. do something something new um obviously I'm guessing you know your your kind of acting background you know was was really helpful in terms of doing video etc and, and and allowing you to feel kind of confident in front of the screen but what were some of the you know difficulties and challenges that you had ar around this time about this kind of pivoting because you know obviously you've gone from having you know a, a regular income to having yeah. no money having to pivot try new things I'm guessing there was still quite a lot of you know resistance to that emotionally oh, yeah. that was coming did you overcome some of that yeah it was so tough don't get me wrong I'm talking about it you know from a year a year on so obviously it's gonna seem all positive and happy and lovely but I have my dark days and there were days when I was just like oh I cannot be bothered with this or what on earth am I doing what is the point and I think that's something that a lot of the listeners might be able to relate to we all have that inner critic and there's always that inner critic just sat on the shoulder going yeah, but you're not really that good, are you? Or yeah, but look how many other people are doing it so much better. Or, oh, but you've only got, you know, you're only 25. You haven't got that much experience. Who is going to listen to you? That sort of thing. And it's constant and it's exhausting, especially when you don't have the distractions of day-to-day -day life that we did pre-lockdown and pre-coronavirus. We don't have those distractions. So our inner critic kind of gets a lot louder. And honestly, the best way, um, I mean, I'm incredibly stubborn. So the way that I did it was I just 
put my head down and I just kept going. And I like to think of it as, um, you know, the bit in Alice in Wonderland when she shrinks and she becomes really, really small. Um, mm. I, I like to imagine it as I've shrunk down and there was this kind of spotlight in the middle and I was stood in that spotlight. And then all around me in a big circle was just so many doors and they all looked exactly the same. And I just thought, right, these are all the doors of opportunity that I have because we all have a number of doors around us sometimes we just can't see it because there's so much clutter in the way to our vision of the doors but everyone has a circle of opportunity around them and I just thought right I don't I don't have a logical way of going through these opportunities or going through these doors and and a lot of these opportunities I won't even know about until I've opened a few of the doors if that makes sense so I just thought okay I'm just going to start at this door and work my way around and I just kind of went through opening each door and if it if it didn't look good behind the door I would just shut it go to the next door open it shut it go to the next door but I always knew and the thing that kind of kept me going was everything happens for a reason I am a very very firm believer of that so I I, I mean as you can probably imagine in the acting industry and in voiceover I get rejected daily daily I will do maybe 15 to 20 auditions a day and I'll maybe hear back twice a month so the amount wow. of rejections that I get so I think that actually in a sense that has really built me up but um the thing that I really really stick to because I could very easily get you know I could let my inner critic come out and go oh you're not you're not getting responses from any of these auditions oh you're you're not good enough blah, 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 blah. and it's like no sorry you're not allowed to live in my head rent free get out bye bye don't need you and I like to always just say to myself okay well the reason why I didn't get that job or the reason why that opportunity wasn't great for me or didn't work out was because of two things one I needed to start that opportunity in order to learn something about myself or to learn something about my craft in order to improve to end up getting the opportunity that is going to be much better for me or two if I'd taken that opportunity or taken that job then this next job and next opportunity which is much better and much more suited to me that I was not aware of I wouldn't have been able to do or I wouldn't have even had access to because I would have been busy in that other opportunity does that make sense? <laughs> I sometimes waffle on, so I'm not sure if that makes any sense at all. That makes total sense. And oh my goodness, I just want to go back and, and just unpack a couple of things you said there because I was scribbling so furiously. <laughs> because <laughs> I, I, I love great. them. <laughs> I love them so much. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Alice in Wonderland, one of my mm. favorite books. Um, and I love that kind of idea of the doors of opportunity that we all have open to us. And I think anybody listening to this, regardless of what industry you're in, yeah. you know, we, we do have so many opportunities that come along and making choices about which um, ones to go for can be yeah. really hard and overwhelming really hard, yeah. because you, know, you can end up going, you know, for 50 million different things. But yes. I love the idea that you have this circle of opportunity and that, and that you do have that choice. And I think at the moment, a lot of people feel like their choices have, have been taken away from them. Um, yeah. so just to kind of remember that there are always choices out there. We can, you know, it's about us 
you know, just putting feelers out and thinking about all the things we might be able to do. But then I, I also, goodness me, just to hear, you know, 15 to 20 auditions a day and then hearing back only twice a month, I am never going to complain about being rejected <laughs> again because that must be something. I mean, do they prepare you for that when you're at drama school? Oh, yeah. Drama yeah. school is not fun. <laughs> everyone thinks it's fun it's not it's absolute savagery it is savage like the girls are compared to all the other girls it is vicious like the amount of women that come out of drama school with mental health issues is ridiculous like they don't talk about it they don't talk about it but it's true because you're told to compete against your friends and and I can't remember who it was Oh, yes. A lovely, um, my favorite improviser, uh, American improvised teacher called Scott Parkin. He always says, oh, I love the fact that I get to compete with my best friends for food and shelter. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so true. Everyone in the creative industry, you're competing with your friends and your best mates for food and shelter. And, and, and it's so true. And it's a shame because, oh God, you know, one of the things that I talk about um, and that you know a lot of us talk about a lot of coaches talk about um, particularly in the online space is creating a niche for yourself and a positioning for yourself where you are not competing with um, 50 million other people because the whole thing is that when you're running a business you know it is it's unique to you and everyone's got their own uniqueness but 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 I think what you're that kind of whole idea of resilience is still something that regardless of that is still a skill set that you know it's a great tool to put in your toolbox because it doesn't matter I've cried a lot I've cried a lot to get here (laughs) yeah you know and I think all of us as business owners are going to be rejected yeah and I love your two ways of thinking about it I'm just going to recap those yeah and also by the way love the idea of you know thoughts not allowed to live rent free in our heads oh yeah (laughs) I like to always think of it as um as like we we drive our own cars I lose I use this metaphor a lot we drive our own cars right so we're all in control of our own path and our own cars that we drive now there are going to be occasionally some unwanted passengers such as anxiety self-doubt um inner critics um trolls on the internet people that nab your ideas for business and then screw you over all of that sort of thing they're going to just come and take the passenger seat now it might not have been welcome or you might not have realized that you picked them up they might have snuck into the car but the thing that you need to remember is not to ignore them and just kick them right out acknowledge it and I think this is the the thing that has really made me who I am today with all of my health conditions that I've had to go through and all of that is acknowledge them see that they're sat in the passenger seat but that's where they stay they are not allowed to come across and start driving your car you are in control of your car they are merely a passenger and when you are done acknowledging them you kick them out because you're in control and that's the thing that I really live by. I absolutely love that. That is the best way I've heard 
of describing those limiting thoughts and beliefs that hold yeah. us back in such a long time. I am totally <laughs> stealing that. Um, <laughs> no, I will of course credit you for it. But it's such a lovely way to describe it, you know, because yeah. you're right. We and we quite often forget that we're, you know, how much control we have. But I think also just to go back, those two, those two yes. great ways of thinking about, um, you know when rejection happens or yes. when stuff doesn't go the way you wanted, when you put up a sales page and nobody yeah. clicks through, when you try and launch a product and nobody buys it, or you do a Facebook live and nobody watches yeah. all those things, you know, the two, uh, the two ideas that you had, you know, number one, that you needed to do that thing. You needed to learn from it. So yes. that's something that you needed to learn. And that second one, that if you hadn't done that, then there's something out there that's waiting for you that wouldn't have happened if you hadn't taken that opportunity and at least exactly. given it a go I absolutely adore that really really great tips there Helen let's talk about kind of what you know what's happening now so yes. you know, we we probably people probably listening might have a little inkling of I recognize that voice because you have done <laughs> some pretty famous voiceovers haven't you I have yes probably the most famous one um that people might have heard me from is Veet, the voice of Veet, the TV advert. Um, it's still actually on now as well. It haunts me. <laughs> I hear it everywhere. Um, I actually haunted my uh, housemates that I was living with. Whenever I went on tour, they would text me going, oh, we thought we'd got rid of you, but we just hear you every time we turn on the TV. <laughs> Which is funny, so yeah. So. <laughs> and you, so that, that you know, be, you, you know there must be so many things you have to be aware of as you know you know as a as a, a voiceover artist as well yeah. in terms of kind of your health and your voice I mean I'm just yes even just in the podcast <clears throat> I'm having to have a little drink of water here because you know I've yeah. only been talking for about 20 minutes but I guess when you're acting, you're using your voice a lot. But when you're a voiceover coach, there's nothing else. You know, people don't get distracted by your body movements or your face or anything. Exactly. So it really is purely your voice. Are there any particular um, kind of strategies you've had to learn? I'm guessing that there's kind of quite a lot that you've had to learn in able to, to kind of keep your voice healthy. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, the first things first, um, just to clarify, because this is something that really bugs me, is a lot of people think that anyone can just be a voiceover artist. And granted, anyone can learn to be a voiceover artist, but it's not just as simple as standing up in front of a mic and reading a, reading a bit of text. There is so much more to that. There is sound acoustics, mic positioning, mouth techniques, exercises, um diet you have to think about your diet because weird fact here you go if you want to stop mouth clicks which are the kind of um sorry to get all graphic but the saliva sounds in your mouth green apples don't wow. ask me why but there's something in green apples that help with that so diet um as probably a lot of people know dairy is not great for you it produces a lot of phlegm I'm not saying cut it out. I still have a bit of dairy every now and then. But if I'm going to go record, I don't down a pint of milk before I do it. Um, you know, things like that. And then, and then there's also the editing side of things, knowing how to edit it, knowing your voice, knowing what um, effects to put on it that still make it sound natural, but just boost it a little bit. Then there's the whole marketing and the networking and the talking to clients and finding new clients. And it is Honestly, it's it's not as easy as people think. People think that, you know, 
everyone can just make it as a voiceover artist, but you have to be really resilient and stuff. And it goes the same for acting. And and like you very rightly said, acting, you've got, it's, it's all just storytellers. That's all we are. Everyone in every business is a storyteller. We tell the story of our product. We tell the story of our business or our service. And, and that uses our voice. And I think a lot of people don't realize the amount of pressure and reliance that we have on our voices. And I think a lot of people take it for granted and they don't realize their best employee is their voice. And I'm sure that there's a lot of people who have employees or have had employees and would invest a lot into those people. They would send them off to training things or, or, or give them holidays or whatever it is, you know, they would invest in their employees, but they don't invest in their best employee, which is their voice. Because without your voice, no matter what industry you're in, no matter what product or service you're selling, you won't be able to do it. Yes, we've still got emails and we've still got texts, but that's not as effective as talking to someone. Because ultimately, again, another favorite saying of mine, people buy people, not businesses. So basically what that means is, you could get to the point, and I'm sure that if everyone listening right now thinks of one or two people who it doesn't matter what they sold or what, or what they provided, they would still recommend them and want to help them or purchase their products because they like them as a person. And, it, and that's where you want to get to in business. You want to be so liked by people and you want to be so genuine and, and this is where I really encourage my clients to kind of bring their personality out in their voice. You want to be so relaxed and so genuine that you make the other person, you make your audience relaxed. And you can only do that if you're relaxed yourself within your voice. Um, so yeah, there's lots of kind of vocal health tips. There's lots of, um, a lot of things that people don't think about is the room acoustics that they're sat in. Um, also the kind of positioning that they are when they're on Zoom or something like that. There's lots of things to think about. And that's just fascinating. And I, and I tell you why it's, it's so interesting to me is, you know, even over the last year, um, mm. we have seen a change in the algorithms for social media to prioritize video. So video yes. is prioritized over every other social media format. And we've got the rise of all kinds of things coming up. You know, there's there's new platforms starting. Even, I mean, the most, you know, the second biggest search engine in the world is YouTube, which yeah. is video, you know. So if yeah. you want to be promoting your business, you kind of have to be out there on video or using your voice, you know, podcasting also on the rise, massively on the rise, mm. I have to say. Um, and but still kind of an un, under underused um, uh, platform, I yeah. think. I think it's a great platform to grab people, um, you know, when they're doing other things totally. and to listen kind of socially, if you like. Mm. Um, but again, all these things require our voice. So tell us a little bit about how you've taken your knowledge um, from through and it's a great I love that through line of storytelling from yeah. you know acting and then you know even through the workouts even through the smelliners workouts you know the yeah. story there and then obviously through into your um, voiceover work T tell us a bit about how you're now using those skills to help other people yeah so I 
I love to help other people. And basically, um, because of some health conditions that I had about three years ago, I ended up losing my voice completely, like no sound, no sound whatsoever. Nothing was coming out. And I ended up having to have vocal surgery at the tender age of 21, um, which was not ideal. And it was pretty devastating to me because I had been training in voice. Um, so I started off training in opera at the age of six, um, then went on to drama. And so I had a lot of vocal training from a very young age. And I suddenly just, I was sat there thinking, what am I going to do? Because they told me that there was a 90% chance that I wouldn't be able to speak again at all um and after three months just three months I managed to get my voice back completely and I managed to kind of astound doctors and it was it's muscle memory so I had done so much vocal training that my voice was strong enough the muscles and the muscle memory was strong enough to be able to work on it now it wasn't a case of after three months i just spoke i did have to work really really hard but i managed to get it back and ever since then that's when like the light bulb kind of went off in my head because i was incredibly fit i was very healthy i didn't smoke i didn't drink all of that sort of stuff and yet it still happened to me and that's when i kind of started this passion for for I don't want other people to be in that position because I was very fortunate that I had all of that vocal training and that background knowledge to be able to get myself out of that situation but there's so many people on this planet and 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 in the UK that wouldn't have been able to get themselves out of that situation and I don't want that to happen so ever since I started networking I just really realized that a lot of people were clearing their throat or they were struggling to talk because they'd been talking all day or it sounded really hoarse or even it just sounded a little bit flat I'm sure we can all we can all think of one or two people who for whatever reason it doesn't matter how interesting their business is we just can't engage with it because of their voice we just can't engage with it and, and the vocal tones so that's why I kind of thought hang on I can really help people never be in that situation where they lose their voice I'm really passionate about helping people get a, get get their business thriving, get out of lockdown and skyrocket, not just crawl out of lockdown, skyrocket out of lockdown and, and out of this whole pandemic situation. I want businesses to do well. So if I can help by providing them with vocal tips, vocal health tips, uh, Zoom tips, presentation tips on how to make sure that even if they have a cold, they can still keep talking in a healthy way then I'm going to do it. So that's kind of where the vocal coaching came in and I started helping people. Um, and then I, I ultimately had so many people, uh, so many clients on my books that I decided to not only offer the one-to-one -one coaching, but the vocal course as well. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where that came from. And it actually, uh, the idea for the vocal course came from um, a, a lovely guy called Tom Elliott, um, who is the head founder of Focus Creative, um, which is a lovely, uh, a lovely, amazing group that meet weekly. And we were trying to think about recurrable um, revenue and recurrable income, because that's one of the things that he talks about. And he just suddenly gave me the idea. He said, oh, you know, instead of um, doing one-to-one -one coaching for 20 clients a week, why don't you do one-to-one -one coaching for 10 clients a week and then run a vocal course that provides everyone with the basic 
knowledge and understanding to be and, and tips to be able to safely continue networking and, and zooming so yeah I, that's where it all stemmed from thanks to Tom <laughs> it's such a great I, I love that I love that um you know you decided to, to kind of again pivot again there's so much yeah. pivoting in your story yeah. it's really inspiring and I think you know I completely agree with Tom you know having so having different lines of of income yes. different income streams is is so so important right now and mm. and and it's it's I think the people that that we've seen thrive during this time are people that have been able to um you know maybe dial down one income stream that they haven't been able to use because of for whatever reason yes. you know then maybe they had workshops or you know physical um elements to their business classes or what have you and they've been able to dial that down while at the same time dialing up an online element or something that is more of a passive income or something that people can do Mm. from because it's those different income streams that allow us to flatten that's you know that curve that we get you know when 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 things like this hit so really really great advice uh from him there and tell us a bit about um how we can kind of find out more about your coaching course because I'm sure people listening to this are like okay that sounds fabulous I've got a zoom presentation I've got to do coming up or I've presentation I've got to do at work or you know or I'm hoping that by the end of the year I'm going to be on stage again presenting or even I'm thinking about starting a podcast or doing more video for my business how can they kind of find out how to work with you Helena? Yeah, so if they just want to kind of reach out to me, get in touch, I always have my emails open. I always have my Instagram open. Um, So Instagram or um, emails or even um, just phone number as well. I'm always open for a chat with anyone. And I I always say that um, it's really important that before I work with anyone or before they join my course, um, that it's always a good idea for me to kind of really get to know them. And, And there's some people who will benefit more from the course and there's some people who will benefit more from the one-to-one coaching. Um, we all could do with, with um, you know, knowing a, a, a basic understanding of vocal health and, and vocal tips, just, just for general life, really, just to kind of really make sure that we keep ourselves going, especially with all the emotional um, stuff that's happened over the last year, that can really affect your voice. Um, so it's about learning how to deal with that and, and your voice doesn't suffer as a result. Um, so yeah, if people just want to get in touch with me about that, then um, we can have a half hour consultation and, and I can kind of offer my advice and, and guidance. But I also want to say as well, just in case there is anyone listening to this podcast going, oh, well, this is all very well, but like she's she's got so much going for her or, or she's got so many ideas and I just don't have any ideas. I can't, I can't come up with anything or I don't really know what I could do business wise or I don't know how I could pivot or adjust my business. Then first of all, stop, stop talking to yourself like that because everyone, everyone has a right to be on this planet and everyone has a reason. And and if we actually think about how the planet works and how the world works, we need so many different things. All we focus on are the big things like accountants or celebrities or, you know, all these big labels. But what we don't think about are all the little tiny jobs that need to happen, the cogs that need to be there in order for the world to keep turning. And and you just don't know, you might be that cog. So one of my biggest tips would be to just sit down 
um, write out just honestly just brain dump onto a piece of paper all the things that you are good at all the things that you love doing all the things that other people have said to you you know if if they were if they'd just gone and met someone in the street and they didn't know how to describe you to someone all of that sort of thing um how do other people see you and then just have a little look at it and and go away for 10 minutes come back see it with a fresh pair of eyes and you will be able to find different things um, if anyone wants to chat to me about that, I, I've got myself a, a bit of a name within the Focus Creative Community um, group, which I spoke about earlier with Tom Elliott, um, of being a little bit of an idea generator. I like to throw loads of ideas out to all the different creatives on there. Um, so yeah, if anyone wants to come come along to Focus Creative and check it out, then um, you're always welcome. But it it's a, a nice little fun space where we can just chuck ideas out at each other. But you can do it and you will do it. You just sometimes need to take a little step back and just reassess what you what you are good at. Wise, wise words from Helena. Friends listening to this. If you have been struggling and, you know, you may be thinking, I'm just, I've got, I really should pivot, but I don't know where to get started. And then, and I'm just not good enough, which is, I hear so much from people. Mm. Please listen to Helena's words because the queen of pivoting is on the show. <laughs> and if she can do it, then I know we all can do it. And I will, of course, put all of Helena's details into Thank the show. You. Um, so they'll be at michellereevescoaching.com forward slash listen as always. And you can listen to replays of all of the uh, shows there, as well as it also being on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, wherever you listen to your <laughs> favorite podcast, of course. Helena, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on the show today. I've thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. And next time I watch a V advert, <laughs> I'm going to be thinking of you. Thank you so much. There's there's one final um, quote that I just want to leave everyone on that I, I'm going to be using this year to kind of keep me motivated. And it's it says, you can't build a reputation on what you're going to do. And it's by Henry Ford. And I just wanted to leave you with that. <laughs> I adore that. That's going to go on the wall for this week <laughs> as an affirmation. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Helena. Thank you. So there you have it, my interview with actor Helena Mitchell. I could literally have chatted with Helena for hours. I just love how she honours the importance of mental health while not letting any of the obstacles in her way hold her back. So inspiring. And as I mentioned earlier, you'll find all the links to connect with Helena in the show notes at michellereevescoaching.com forward slash listen. And hey, if you did enjoy this episode, would you do me a favor? Would you head over to iTunes and leave me a comment and review? It really does mean that more amazing people will be able to find the show. Okay, that's it for me today. Thanks so much as always for tuning in. I know your time is valuable and I really appreciate you taking the time to join me today. I would love you to continue the conversation with me in the Ideal Life Club Facebook group, a supportive group I've created on Facebook for ambitious women who want to grow themselves as well as their businesses. Find out more and join us at michellereevescoaching.com forward slash Ideal Life Club. In the meantime, until next time, be positive, be powerful, be productive, stay safe and keep fast tracking your ideal business and life. Bye for now.